Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 22 of volume 2 of Challenge of the Gobots. It is Braxis Gone Bonkers. This episode was written by Jeff Siegel, Kelly Ward, Steve DeCourt, and Mark Zaslov. Four writers, Paul. It took four <laughs> writers to write this fucking mess of an episode. Uh, but the last mess of an episode, magic was introduced as a real thing, which means nothing matters anymore. But that was kind of already the case with this show. And in this episode, Sparky and Stax are, they got a big old yeah. convoy. <laughs> you got that something, something, see. Because she even says, calls him good buddy at the first of it. And, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're on their way to deliver new surveillance equipment and then Rogue Star just unstealth devices and Psykill wants this equipment for their new secret base on Titan. I love that they didn't notice Rogue Star decloak, which means it was entirely for our benefit. Anyway, Psykill orders uh, Kosher Crapper, Crapper <laughs> Crasher and Fighter to, to attack the um, command center and steal their cargo. Yeah, and he says, Renegades, do enjoy yourselves. <laughs> so they head off, they attack it, and Stax is all like, hey, where'd they come from? But with all this shit they're towing, they can't maneuver, I guess. And I guess with, you know, mass moving in space, it kind of makes sense a bit, maybe. Uh, as much sense as this show could make when it comes to physics. <laughs> but uh, they're unable to outrun Thruster and outmaneuver, so uh, Stax makes the call to ditch the cargo. They flee. And uh, Crasher wants to go after the Guardians, but yeah. Fighter says, no, 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 we got the cargo, and that's what Psykill wants, and he's waiting for us. Yep, he pulls rank, and then Crasher calls him a wimp. And uh, now, wherever this is, the Guardians matter all watching Professor Von Joy trying to figure out how the Renegade stealth device works, and he throws his paper notes and says, that'll never work, and he bangs his head <laughs> off the piano. I remember that guy? <laughs> Matt, Matt says, hey, why don't we get that Horkhead Braxis to help us? And... Zoomers, I don't know what slang you're using nowadays. I'm not so lit, YOLO. Uh, <laughs> but a hork head in the 80s, hork is puking. So he basically called him a, a puke face. Yeah, and later one's like, that's a stupid idea. That guy can't be trusted. And then Sparky gets on the screen. They were attacked by the renegades, and they made off with the stuff because of that damn stealth device. So later one says, hey, maybe we can get practice to help them. That's a great idea, and I'm glad I thought of it. <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> so uh, Matt's at an ins- asylum. Or, well, I mean, it's a very, very nice institution of some kind but basically the mental illness in this institution is just people thinking they're somebody else it seems like it yeah and uh, i guess matt's been promoted because the doctor here calls him captain hunter like he was just commander a few episodes ago and they're walking along and matt's looking at him like you know your hair is green right <laughs> is, is, is green? so uh you hear a bunch of other inmates inmates Residents, Yeah, whatever. Patience, um, patient, definitely. Because the doctor does say this place is there to help these people. Very right? true. Yeah, this isn't like a dark, dark asylum, you know, drippy ceilings or anything. But uh, with Leader One's approval, Matt goes into Braxis's um, cell, no, room, and Braxis is, I don't know what he's talking to, but he insists it's a satellite. Yeah, and uh, they're going to give him all the awards for this, <laughs> even an Oscar. And uh, Later, he wants a Pulitzer, Pulitzer, a Pulitzer, Pulitzer. And when they open in the cell door like now he's thanking the uh, Braxis is thanking the king of Sweden for this year's Nobel Prize and the doctor's like Braxis uh, you have a visitor and Braxis turns around and says hey you know your hair is fucking green right <laughs> but uh, no he thinks Matt is Walter Cronkite yeah uh, oh for Zoomers Walter Cronkite was a newscaster from what like the 60s 70s oh probably even earlier than that but uh, uh, yeah. th- he was in the era when the newscasters would just smoke live on air have an ashtray <laughs> yes. on the counter but, um, as uh, Matt decide or uh, Matt tells the doctor he's like 
like, hey, I'm going to leave. I'm taking Braxis back. And, you know, you have green hair. They <laughs> yeah. uh, they head out. And then the Guardian's cargo arrives on Rogue Star. Dr. Go lets Psycho know it arrives. Um, and this is apparently going to allow them on their secret base to target anything in the solar system. I think yeah, right. it's just something like that. And even though it's on Titan, which is uh, anyway, uh, the other Renegades come in and fight or says, hey, we got all the stuff. But there was a hitch and Psycho doesn't like that word. No, he doesn't. Although Crasher is very quick to say, hey, 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 it wasn't my idea. I wanted to kill them. And Psycho's like, oh, Crasher, you're really good. But if you fuck up again, I'll kill you. <laughs> yes. And they enter the orbit of Titan in commercial break. And when we come back, Braxis arrives at Unicom and right away starts talking shit to Turbo. Yeah, he is. He's like, he calls him a primitive device. Yeah. And then Turbo picks him up. And he's like, put me down, you overgrown food processor. <laughs> uh, then he goes and pushes uh, Professor Von Joy aside. Just starts. He's, he's a proper dick. And he oh, just yeah. starts hacking away. Yeah. And the professor's like, this makes no sense. But Braxis just dismisses him. And then as Professor Von Joy is walking away, he says, back in the old days we had ways of dealing with his type like <laughs> that, that's one of those things that sounds really fucking scary in a german accent all right Just <laughs> really, really i'll does. leave it there <laughs> yeah anyway uh the we go to the renegade base oh there is a little bit where leader one and matter like god i hope this works uh but we go to the renegade base and everything is completed and cloaked update there and then we go back to braxis and i kind of like this this is the one really neat sciencey bit of this episode where Braxis explains that all the stealth device is is a hologram projector that is I guess multiphasic it 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 projects the illusion of invisibility visually and on radar and on sensors and dot 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 yeah because Scooter even points out well just because it's invisible we still can't detect it on radar and Braxis is like no it operates on the entire electromagnetic spectrum and uh, he also thinks that he's smarter than them and better looking than them. And he also has a fleet of satellites in orbit now that are going to create an anti-stealth field. Okay. When did he put those up? Doesn't matter because he loses his mind again. He just starts going off and uh, leader one gets him back on track. And eventually, or not eventually, right after this, we cut to uh, Nick, Turbo, AJ and Scooter. And they're on a command center and they're basically acting as bait to draw Rogue Star towards these satellites because as soon as Rogue Star fires, I think, fires its weapons in the yeah. vicinity of these satellites, they neutralize its cloaking i guess i guess yeah and over on rogue star fighter has the command center on the screen and he's like oh, i wonder what they're up to and then dr go picks up this bogus transmission and turbo's like oh yeah we got that um uh new equipment yeah that's it from gobatron and uh we're approaching earth now and uh radio silence over and out <laughs> yeah yeah and psykill falls for it hook line and sinker so he orders copter crash and fighter to join him in attacking the command center uh professor no dr go is left behind um and we have a really quick shot with leader one and matt and they're like talking oh do you think they're gonna take the bait i don't know i don't know and then dr von joy enters and he's like i can't find Braxis. Yep, and he's running amok with his energy transducer, and they're like, well, is it dangerous? And he's like, only if he uses it. <laughs> like, <laughs> It'll uh, destroy okay. everyone! And, well, here he is now <laughs> with the thing, and he wants to play hide-and-seek, and Matt says, hey, I have a better idea. Why don't you give me that thing? So Braxis just throws it at him. Yeah, we have an almost over-glorified moment of it flying through the air, and Dr. Go saying, oh no! And Matt dives, and he eventually catches it, and then this was a great shot leader one's like oh he's getting away or there he goes and braxis is doing like almost the zoidberg shuffle <laughs> or like he's on a stage in vaudeville and then he's, yeah. he's going off <laughs> 
And back in space, Phytor has the command center in their sights, and over on command center, Scooter hopes they get the satellites activated before the renegades get there, so really, you baited the trap before the trap was anyway. Yeah, really? Back at Unicom, Braxis is running around like, like an idiot, really, and Matt's trying to catch him. Yeah, there's a lot of... You know what I'll say is John Cleese and the Ministry of Silly Walks would yes. be impressed with Braxis right now. Um, so Rogue Star decloaks to make an attack just as uh, or leader ones at the command center going and now realizing, oh, no, we're not ready. Yeah. Uh, but conveniently, Von Joy calls in. He's like, we got Braxis. So they're going to bring him into uh, the, the command center at Unicom. Mm -hmm. And back on the command center, Scooter gets an angry blip on the radar and then they get blasted and apparently that damaged the circuits that control the trailer hitch and Psykiel hates that word and uh, they can't <laughs> drop the cargo to enter hyperspace to escape. Yeah, the, the automatic controls aren't working but don't worry, Scooter hacks it so now they work so that that's done. He scooter yeah. hacks it, he presses the same button like six times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tap, tap. Uh, but yeah, the renegades move in to destroy command center. Commercial break. And when we come back, Psykiel presses uh, his button. Everyone's pressing buttons in this, and uh, Scooter managed to get the thing fixed in time, and then command center flies off with the cargo, and it's not until Rogestar blasts the trailers, I called them, that they separate from the command center, so if you could fly, but uh, anyway. If GoBots was looking for corporate sponsorship, it would be great to have U-Haul on the side of those trailers. <laughs> the the U-Haul, the command center U-Haul size trailer. <laughs> anyway, uh, back with Braxis, he activates his satellites um, and they kind of catch Rogue Star in like a shield, but Rogue Star cloaks anyway, and everybody at Unicom is like, oh, what a fuck up, I never liked him anyway. Yeah, I knew it wouldn't work, and Braxis is like, you're just jealous and want my Pulitzer Prize, and he storms off, and, and Matt's like, all right, let me go get him, and I'll take him back to the hospital. Do you know that the doctor there has green hair? Yeah, I'll go get him. So on Rogue Star, Dr. Go explains that Rogue Star isn't starting to cloak, it's actually disintegrating. Here was my big disappointment on this episode is, visually, we never see that. No, the only the only evidence we ever see is like sparks and and the uh, you know electricity around the consoles. But it'd be really neat to see it start to like pixelate out slowly. A little it bit, doesn't yeah. do that. What happens though is that Psykill immediately orders the full ev evacuation of everything of importance off Rogue Star onto Thruster, and he and Crasher are going to head to Earth to find out what the fuck just happened. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, Leader One tells the other Guardians to come home, and back with Psykill, he and Crasher... Sorry, he doesn't just tell them to come home, Paul. He says, Guardians, we failed! <laughs> and they go, aww. And it was his plan, so yeah, whose fault is that? <laughs> then back with Psykill, he and Crasher land outside the mental hospital, and he somehow know Braxis was helping the Guardians? Like, how did he find that out? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Not only that but he just walks up to one wall and he's like nope he's behind that wall so crasher stomps it blasts out the wall and psykill grabs him and braxis i don't know if he was of proper mind right there but he doesn't seem to be scared of psykill but he does seem to have his wits about him yes and well he even says i'm not afraid of you and psykill's like then you must be crazy like, <laughs> there you go Th that's <laughs> kind of a good line i like yeah. that one so psykill converts throws uh practice on his back and they drive off uh with crasher 15 minutes into a 20 minute show about robots that convert into vehicles we see the first conversion in the episode oh is that really i did not realize that <laughs> yeah it's the first one. <laughs> so uh back to copter and fighter they've moved everything of importance over to thruster or thrusters i don't know how everything from rogue star fit onto one thruster yeah. but it did they got her all uh, and then dr go messages them and he's like um what about me yeah. it's only a matter of time before rogue star you know disintegrates to the point that it's gonna blow up and fighter is like well it'd be a shame to see you 
go. So they all agree, yeah, Psycho better hurry up. Back to leader one. Um, he's wa- he's doing a walk and talk with Turbo and Scooter, bringing them up to speed. And Nick and AJ are patching up Command Center with Von Joy's help, while Matt has discovered the solution to the episode. Uh, he just found the energy frequency near Saturn, is what they say. They should <laughs> yeah, be that's Jupiter. Because this is where uh, Braxis deployed his crazy satellites and... Leader One thinks, you know, maybe Braxis wasn't so crazy after all, and uh, he radios Sparky to meet him at the command center because they're going to need her help. Yeah, so they all head off to command center, and then we go to Rogue Start, where Psych Hill delivers Braxis to Dr. Go, and Braxis is off the deep end right now. Yep, he thinks he's at Camp Fun Time, and he wants to go on the rides, and he, like, hops into Dr. Go's arms, and like, can we go on the merry-go-round, or whatever it was, and Dr. Go's like, who the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> he has to go on a ride, Dr. Go's like, here's a ride, and just throws just him to the ground. I guess snaps him out of it. Yeah, and uh, now he he's back to reality, I guess. He's like, where am I? And Psykeel says, you're aboard Rogue Star, and you're here to fix the damage you caused. Yeah, and you're going to stay until you either fix it or this ship blows up. So he runs. He's like, get out of my way! And starts <laughs> yes. working to hack his way through whatever. Crasher and Psykeel leave, and uh, Psykeel tells Dr. Go, you know... If it comes to it, use an escape pod. But then uh, Crasher's like, but leave the human. The universe would be better off without him. Gotta agree with Crasher. Uh, but then we go back to the Guardians. They're on Command Center. And right away, they just find Rogue Star. Um, they're over by Titan. So they see a thruster leave, which is the Psycho and Crasher thruster. And they d- figure, oh, that must they're, they're abandoning Rogue Star. So they follow that thruster to Titan. Mm-hmm. And they discover a renegade base on that moon. And uh, Leader One thinks Psykeel could control the whole solar system from there. It's a moon orbiting a planet a billion miles. Anyway, well, not if the Guardians can't help it and they fly towards this base and start blasting. Then we have another scene of exposition where Braxis, and this was the dumb science part of this episode, Braxis explains to Dr. Go that to reverse the effects of the satellites, <laughs> all they have to do is fly back through the beams. <laughs> Dr. Go's like, really? Four That's people, it? Paul. It took four <laughs> people to write this fucking episode. Meanwhile, one person wrote Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, so there's that. <laughs> And, uh, but yeah, that's, that's how you do it. And it's genius. Oh boy. Okay. So, uh, the renegades exit thruster. We go to the thruster and they're going to engage with the guardians. They exit thruster. They all convert. And we have our big battle for the episode. Mm-hmm. Fighter and copter are going to take leader one. They'll take him apart. And, uh, copter calls him goody two wings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, cycle and crasher say they're going to take on the others, uh, which turns out just to be turbo and Sparky. Did you uh, notice there's spruce trees in the background on Titan? I did not. When they're fighting. I, but that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> At this episode, no. I wouldn't have been surprised if there was a, a another barn and a fucking tractor <laughs> on Titan. Guy standing in front of it with like the piece of wheat in his teeth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had big hip waders on. So, uh, yeah, Leader One's fighting, or he flies around with Copter, but Fighter comes up behind him, blasts Leader One down pretty quick, and then Turbo drives into a turret. Yeah, just smashes it and down it goes, and uh, he's He's still in car mode, but his head is flipped up, and he's, like, laughing all about it, and Psykeel tells him you should have more respect for other people's things, and he blasts them. Do you know one thing I really do love? I know we talk about how great most of the conversion is, but to, to add on to that, most times when you see Turbo driving in vehicle mode, you can usually see his face underneath, and the same goes for Crasher. Like, yeah. it shows that there's some, I'd like to think, some care that goes into the animation of this. Anyway, uh, we go to Crasher. She's racing beside Sparky. And uh, knocks her off the edge of a cliff. Yep, right over the guardrail on this road on Titan. So I guess they built a road through the base. But uh, meanwhile, on 
rogue star Braxis is congratulating himself on a job well done, and then Dr. Go radio cycle that the effect has been reversed and the renegades retreat to Thruster because rogue star is more important than this base. But, eh, whatever. Uh, the Guardians board command center, they head home, and then Dr. Go in the hallways of rogue star tells Psycho, we can't find Braxis anywhere, so we go to Braxis in a little jet scooter, and I guess he's going to fly at about, I don't know, 110 kilometers an hour from Titan to fucking Earth? To counteract the renegade stealth device, Braxis needs the Guardians to lure a renegade ship into a range of his fleet of satellites he's conveniently set up in the Saturn system and for the ship to power up its weapons. Hold on, we already know that the renegades have to shut off the stealth device to get the guns online. If that's your entire plan, what was the point of the satellites? And when did he have time to build the satellites and launch the satellites and get them into position around a planet one and a half billion kilometers away? It takes years to fly shit out to Saturn. Now, had they mentioned that the Guardians built things according to his plans, set them up for him, fine, uh, the way they're here. But rather than crack the stealth device of a ship that isn't currently using its stealth device because it can't have that running at the same time as the weapons, the satellites cause it to start to disintegrate. Okay, happy accident, I guess. And to reverse that effect, you just need to fly through the same field, but backwards? Not reverse the polarity of the satellites? No, sir. You literally fly backwards through the... That's the stupidest, dare I say, the most bonkers thing they've ever come up with. To be fair, it is so fucking stupid that Dr. Go didn't even think to try it. There's that. It's like hiding something in plain sight, right? But how would it make any difference what direction the ship is moving? Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Pickers podcast show. The next episode Paul and I are going to review is Inside Job. If you want to see a couple smooth criminals, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobe. Paul is at P. McPherson 1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. Who the hell is this?